Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. Greetings, greetings, greetings. How's everyone doing? Um, thank you for listening to the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood Cosmic Frequency Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, uh, Shiloh. And, um, you know, tonight's show, uh, I want to uh, just bring attention to the symbolism of two black judges murdered. Uh, we had um, uh, a black male judge who was murdered. Um, I think this happened, uh, let me close this out. This happened, uh, I think, within uh, last week, two judges. So I want to kind of share my feelings on this tragedy and what it means because we know all ritual killings are symbolic. And so, but um, let me first um, greet the sisterhood before I... uh, this is um, this is definitely no accident, people. And um, while we going back and forth with all this gender warring, um, th- there's a there's a greater war going on. And we, you know, it, it's not about me, black men, black uh, black men against black females. It is about righteousness against wickedness. Okay. Uh, and that's what it boils down to. It's about righteousness versus wickedness. And the wicked are every race. And the righteous are also every race. So we just cannot just keep our focus on black men against black women. We must deal with righteousness um, versus uh Wickedness. A second black judge found dead. Ethnic cleansing of the courts. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. That's WordPress. Chicago judge killed man charged with murder. First African American female judge on New York's top court found. Yeah. Two black judges found dead in one week. What's going on? Okay. Yeah. That's 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 not good at all. So um, let's. Um, ethnic cleansing of the courts. There's definitely, um, you know, black people have always had a propensity to be more morally righteous and to stick up for what is right and to stick up for what is true. So, of course, um, they would want to, you know, the times that we're living in, they really don't want uh, black people who um, who have not, you know, as um, part of uh, Cook County Associate Judge Raymond Raymond Miles, uh, two black judges found dead in two days, the second under mysterious circumstances to trail the truth after the sleeve bags went to extreme to force the illegitimate Gorshu on the courts. I don't know if I, Gorsuch, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And with the appointment of Sessions as AG, Attorney General, I really doubt the possibility of their murdering judges to whiten the courts. I really don't doubt the possibility of their murdering judges to whiten the courts. Yeah, they want only white people 
sitting in these seats. Chicago police arrest suspect and fatal shooting of judge. Okay. But, uh, you know, they always find uh, a scapegoat. You know, this man may not really did it, but, you know, these are uh, hits, definitely hits. Let's read uh, WordPress. Or did I just leave that? Okay. Second black judge. Okay, that's what I just got to read. Let me go back. First African-American female judge on New York's top court found dead. Associate Judge Sheila uh, Abdul Salam, the first African-American woman to be appointed to New York Court of Appeals, was found dead on Wednesday in the Hudson River. She had been reported missing from her home in Harlem. Officers with the New York Police Department Harbor Unit responded about 1.45 p.m. to a report of a person floating by the shore near West 132nd Street in Upper Manhattan. Judge Abdul Salam, 65, was taken to a pier on the Hudson River and was pronounced dead by paramedics shortly after 2 p.m. The police were investigating how she ended up in the river, and it was not clear how long Judge Salam, who lived nearby in Harlem, had been missing. There were no signs of trauma on her body. The police said she was fully clothed. Uh, a law enforcement official said investigators had found no signs of criminality. Her husband identified her body. Uh, Abdul Salam became the first female Muslim to serve as a U.S. judge when she joined the New York State Supreme Court in 1994, according to Zakiya Muhammad, the founding director of the Institute of Muslim American Studies, is quoted in the Times. Uh, in 2013, Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, Democrat of New York, appointed her to the state's highest court, known as the Court of Appeals. Okay. Okay. In a statement, Chief Judge Janet DeFerio, I don't know how to say these these crazy name, said uh, Abdul Salam's personal warmth, uncompromising sense of fairness and bright legal mind were an inspiration to all of us who had the good fortune to know her. Uh, she must not have been too too much of an inspiration. She did. So, uh, of course, the wicked uh, are always going to speak well of the dead after they're dead. Same way with Martin Luther King. They always have Good things to say about Martin Luther King even gave him a holiday, but, you know, they had to kill him first. So I say greetings tonight, my sacred sisterhood, clan, peace, prosperity, protection, and most of all, wisdom be upon we all and those we love. This is a very tragic story, and the hurt is compounded uh, when deaths like this occur, and we don't have our own black media team or TV station to go investigate strange murders slash deaths like these and bring us the truth about what has really happened um, to our fallen brothers and sisters. So um, it is. It's, it's, it's hurtful to know that black people have been in this country this long. We don't have our own TV stations. Um, you know, those you got so many black people working for corporate America, and, you know, we just have not chosen to build anything of our own and, you know, it's hard for me to accept that, you know, our ancestors, our parents and our grandparents, they kind of accepted the barest of minimum. 
you know, they kind of were like cool um, just being able to have jobs in air condition and sit next to white folks, and they kind of just got too relaxed. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how you can get relaxed around a people who have been so brutal to you and so brutal to you, women and children and old and young. They, they, they have no concern about who they murder, who they kill, who they disrespect. It makes no difference of your age, your gender, um, you know, your, your, your race or whatever. They, they just have been brutal to black Americans, and yet we find the time to get very comfortable and relaxed. And, and um, it's, it's just like <laughs> we just dropped the ball. We was like, okay, there's no more danger, no more threat. And I'm like, when has there never been any danger or any threat to black people? Black people somewhere in some city, some county, some state has always been under some type of, of eugenic threat, um, um, genocide or whatever. And it's just like, you know, let's make a few of them comfortable and we'll focus on the blacks who we make comfortable so that they will not pay attention to the blacks that we intend to kill. So um, so the only thing I can can say positive about these deaths is that hopefully the black elite um, have been given a warning that you are not off limits, that white people, when they go back to the old guard, the old guard is that they don't want blacks um, making these critical decisions. So we definitely do need to unite. And sometimes it takes messages like this to make the black elite understand that you ain't as elite as you thought you were. And this goes for judges, this goes for politicians, this goes for black mayors, this goes for black chief of police, this goes for anybody black that's working with this wicked-ass system. You really should not be working for this system unless you're working as an infiltrator, meaning that you're working and you're getting the knowledge, but you're going to bring it back to black people. But that's that's not what a lot of these so-called blacks, are in these positions, they, they, they get in these positions, they get very comfortable, and they forget that you are working uh, around a race of people who will commit murder to hold on to what they got. And I, I think that's just something that black people allow themselves to forget. They just they allow themselves to forget that these people commit murder. Okay? Um, I, uh, I've got the killing of the righteous by the wicked, and that's kind of what times we are, you know, ever since, even during the Obama presidency, I mean, the slaughter and human sacrifices of black people was just like, it was ridiculous. How many innocent black people that were murdered and killed while Barack Obama was in office? And it's not stopping. Because like I said, this war, this war is against the righteous. You see what I'm saying? We are at war, people. So you know, we, we, this is far be you know this is far beyond this gender shit. And I just want black women to understand that get off that gender shit, and you need to get in a place of understanding this as a this is a righteous against wickedness war. Yes, are there a lot of wicked, unrighteous black men? Yes, but you can't let that focus and that focus alone consume you, you have to understand that um, this is this is spiritual. 
And this is happening all over the world, you know. You, you've got righteous people being murdered all over the world. This is not just America. So I, we're focusing on America because we're in America, but in other countries, you know, you know, any kind of way those of the New World Order, if they see that their little plan is uh, plots and plans of this New World Order, this one world religion, this one world government, you know, they see that being derailed, they cannot have people who are not going along with that agenda. So we need to send up our prayers that our righteous people be protected. We need to send up uh, our frequency and our energy of of just justice, that those who are doing wickedness, um, that they be exposed, that they be revealed, so that it is less and less likely that they can hide their wickedness. They've been getting away with it for so long is because, you know, we've been asleep. You know, they, they have been good at keeping us distracted, but we, we have to move away from our distraction. I wish people would just give up your cable. If you got cable, you don't need cable. Let your cable go, okay? We're in war. You have no time to be paying cable. Give up the cable, okay? You don't need to be DVR and you don't need cable. You don't need it. You know, all you need is the Internet for as long as, they're going to keep it up, but you don't need cables, so you should not be paying a cable bill because we have work to do. You know, we should be networking. And I know a lot of people are trying to set up means of income based off the Internet. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't bank on uh, you trying to set up a livelihood off the Internet. I, I'm just telling people. What you need to do is set up survival with working with the people that's close to you. Get to know your neighbors. Plant a garden. That's going to be your greatest survival strategy. Not trying to be in business because you have to realize that this system, everything we use is controlled by them. So if they choose to shut it down, where will you be if you put all your baskets and hopes and dreams uh, into thinking that uh, you, you're going to have a, a long-term livelihood from the Internet. So all I'm saying is your true survival is networking with other people, getting out, talking to your neighbors, talking to other black people, sharing things about, you know, how we can work together to survive, you know, having a, a water on hand having first aid kits, having batteries, having flashlights, having non-perishable canned goods and foods or, or whatever, dry goods, having seeds to plant gardens, you know what I'm saying, helping each other out with transportation. If you know people that have a ride, you know, start, you know, you know being neighborly to one another and, uh, you know, uh, if, if you sit at home all day, make yourself useful by driving someone that has to go to work every day. You know, give them a break from driving. You know, tell them, listen, uh, we help each other out. I'll come pick you up. I'll drop you off. We got to get back to looking out for one another. We are our brothers and sisters keepers. And, you know, this being online, you know, this online family shit is cool, but listen, if the Internet or the power goes off, 
your real connection is is going to be with the people outside your fucking door. Do you know them? Do you talk to them? Do you speak to them? That that's where you, you your true connection needs to be. Put yourself in a place and in a community where you enjoy speaking to your neighbors. Your neighbors enjoy speaking to you. Talk and communicate with one another. That's where we're going to have to go back to. Seriously, people. Seriously. And like I said, black men, you don't have a job. Why don't you create an investigative team so that when these murders happen, y'all jump in a van with your, your with your uh, uh, microphones and, 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 and your camera equipment and go investigate how these judges are coming up murders. Start your own investigative I-team. Be your own news channel. You don't have to wait and ask anybody's permission. I don't know what it is about black people that we got to ask, well, you know, I ain't got no experience. You don't need no experience. All you got to do is care. We have to start investigating things that happen to our people ourselves. We cannot believe the news. We cannot believe the media. We cannot believe these coroners and these morticians. And, you know, they're all a part of the Illuminati, the system. And, yes, we, we, we need a, a, a situation where we got to stop giving our, our dead, letting these people come pick up our dead. We need our own morticians. So if you know morticians, black morticians, black morticians, stand up and say, no, we'll go get that body. When somebody, when one of us dies, a black-owned mortician needs to say, listen, we need to go get that body. We cannot keep letting these people go pick up our dead because we will never get the truth from their corners and mortician. They will cover up whatever murder that, that was committed. We've got to. So the black morticians, where are you? When are you going to stand up and quit working for the enemy? Is all I want to know. You see what I'm saying? So um, I put a few links in here. I've got my contact information, my Twitter, L underscore Shiloh, uh, nine and my facebook.com forward slash l dot my dot seventy three. You can contact me um, at uh, any of those. Uh, you can email me at shiloh s h i l o a h nine by nine at um what at uh, nine by nine at yahoo dot com. So you can, um, there's all kind of ways to contact me, but people, you have to understand that uh, if this social media goes down, your best protect, that. you know, and that's why I keep telling sisters, why, sisters, you know, y'all going to have to get out of this individualism. You sisters who have children, then the best thing for you to do is find another sister that has a child or some children and y'all move in together, live together. Everybody is going to have to bunk up. Everybody is going to have to tribe up and clan up. You know, I met a couple brothers and uh, they trying to holler at me. All of them got children out of wedlock. But you know what I noticed about them? They, they roommate together. 
They're being fathers, but they're roommate together. Black woman, what's, why are you so slow to find another female to roommate with? Are you so narcissistic? Are you so egotistical? You always whine about how hard it is for you. Of course it's going to be hard for you. If Mexicans and other people can, Puerto Ricans can double up, and it's, you know, I got some people living across from me, the, uh, the, 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 the mother is there, her husband, the stepmother is there, three boys, and a couple other people all living in a very small bedroom. All of them is living in a small bedroom. They ain't in no big-ass house. But we are the only people that we want a, a, a two-bedroom to ourselves. We want a three-bedroom, a four-bedroom, five-bedroom house to ourselves. And you know you're struggling to pay bills. You know you need a roommate. You know you need some damn help. And I told you in some of my past shows, people who are in the same situation will get along better. You know, I don't believe that if you are unequally yoked, you're going to be able to get along. What do I mean by that? That if you are a single mother, find some other single mothers to roommate. If you are married with children, find some other women that are married in, with children that you can link up with, that y'all can look out for each other's kids. You can go to her house and she can come to your house and the women hook up with the women and the husbands hook up with the husbands. If you're single with no children, find other women who are single with no children. I'm like, I'm an empty nester, so I'm single with no children. So I really don't want to be bothered. I'm not going to roommate with nobody with a bunch of kids. Sorry, I've already been through my trauma of raising kids. I'm not going to go crazy based off somebody else's kids. I'm not. Now, if you was on some nine mind frequency and thought like me, it would probably be cool. But I know the average female, most of them not. They ain't on no nine mind nothing. And they got kids to raise. Well, you're not going to drive me crazy. You ain't going to make me snap and, 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 and then I'm on my way to a prison. It's just not going to happen. So all I'm saying is that, you know, like-minded people need to link up and network with each other. And I'm talking about on not online. I'm talking about in real fucking life. You need some real tangible, I can touch you, I can see you, I can come knock on your fucking door. You need that shit right there. That's the kind of relationships you need to be building, and you need to be building that ASAP. You need to be doing that immediately. And I'm not talking about out of desperation, just making friends with anybody. No, you have to cultivate relationships. You have to sit down. That's why I'm saying go out there and find people in your similar conditions. I do not suggest that women just hurry up and go get married. You, you, I, I talked about the situation in San Bernardino. This lady had just got married in January. Her husband kills her. This judge, uh, Sheila Salam, she had only been married eight months. He he might have was the one who, who they paid to put the hit out on her. We don't know because now they're saying she committed suicide, okay? They have already ruled it a suicide. Now, we know this lady ain't killed herself. We're not that stupid. 
But you know what? The husband is all quiet. They ain't investigating. Because, see, when they don't investigate the husband, because, you know, the husband is the number one suspect when a wife show up dead. He is suspect number one. Listen, they, they, they ain't even, we ain't even seen a media interview of the husband to see if he looks suspicious. The media hasn't even chosen to interview him, and this lady is a judge. She's not a nobody. She went to school with Eric Holder, the Attorney General Eric Holder. Come on, this lady is a very important person. No media coverage, ain't heard from her husband. Come on, people. So, sisters, I'm telling you, y'all think that, you know, times are getting hard, let me run and get married. I wouldn't do it if I were you. Marriages between black men and black women are breaking up. Tiny and T.I., Mary J. Blige and her husband. I mean, these relationships are dissolving. It is a sign. So if you have your freedom, keep it. Try to find uh, other women you can live with. You got black women out there that went out there to try to buy houses and they struggling. You better get you a roommate, honey. You better quit trying to say, this one guy, girl looking for a roommate, wouldn't let me roommate. Why? Because I had a dog. And my dog ain't no trouble. My dog wouldn't have been no trouble. He don't tear up shit. He don't do nothing. He was house trained. But as soon as she found out I had a dog, she didn't want me a roommate. But she needed some help paying bills. She got a house. She can't make the mortgage payments up. But I was like, that's her loss. Because you stuck into a mortgage. See, y'all got to quit signing these contracts where y'all in all this debt. Because like I said, if there's a war against the righteous, they're going to look for reasons to lock us up. And so we don't need to give them any reason. All right, I put some links in there. Um, y'all go check out this guy called Douglas Dietrich, um, another beautiful soul that's put here on the planet to what? Unravel this matrix and tell you all the lies that you have been told. Douglas Dietrich. He's got interviews all over YouTube, Douglas Dwayne Dietrich. Just type his name in, and you'll see back-to-back interviews. He's like a walking, talking library. Y'all think I talk a lot. I ain't even heard a person that talks as much as him. He is like like that, that data character from Star Trek. He's just walking information. Him and, him and young Pharaoh. I, I don't know which ones talk the most. It's like they never get tired. But we need beings here like that to help open our eyes to all the lies and all of the, the evil that's been going on that we have been so distracted that we couldn't focus on and see. Another person is Max Spears blows the whistle on MK Ultra and trauma-based mind control. Go check out all of Max Spears. Uh, he has since been murdered. From what I hear, um, he was a uh, uh, Illuminati super soldier, and he's privy to a lot of information. So I thank y'all for listening. But the symbolism of killing a black man, and the symbolism between uh, uh, of killing two judges, one black, 
uh, I mean, both black, one male and female, is that the wicked, um, that is a ritual saying that they are going to resist this this new regime coming in of giving the planet back over to the righteous. They are going to fight that tooth and nail. That is what that symbolically means. They are going to fight to keep their hold on the earth because wickedness has the earth people. They just don't have America. They they are in control of the whole entire earth. Okay? They're in control of the whole entire earth, and they're saying, listen, these two people represented angels of righteousness, and they was like, no, we cannot have righteous, morally righteous people sitting on the courts because we won't be able to continue to do our dirt. Now, there should be some repercussions, and I can't really say out loud what the repercussions could be, but I've always been the type of person, hey, an eye for an eye. You take out ours, some need to have me yours. I was speaking on last night's show about how wicked this world is and the wicked men run the world. And they walk untouched. They got security. They got people, uh, you know, they got people protecting uh, their, 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 their companies, their corporations. Man, you, you're going to have to wake up. You, you, you know, we all lie. Ten seconds. Okay. Uh, we're going going off the air. Uh, lines are being drawn in the sand, and I'm telling everybody right now, you're going to have to pick a side. You're going to have to decide, are you with the wicked or the righteous? It's not about black men. It's not about black women. We need to drop the whole gender. And if you're going to deal with it, deal with it from a perspective of righteousness and wickedness, that a lot of these black men saying hateful things about black women, that's because they are unrighteous. It's not because they're black men. It's just because they are unrighteous men. They're unrighteous. And they have sided with the unrighteous system. So they're going to say anything that supports the wicked system that they support. And usually these men are men who have what? Money. Because money is their God, okay? Money is their God. And I already told y'all, y'all can go to Romans. Um, let me see, what's this, Romans 1, uh, 25, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. I'm in for this cause, um, the supreme power gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did exchange the natural use for that which is against nature. So sisters understand that every woman is not going to be on sacred sisterhood. There's a lot of filthy, wicked-ass women, and they stand for this wicked system. So, no, every female, just don't, stop looking at colors, what I'm saying. Stop thinking that you can select somebody simply by, based off color because you're like, well, I'm going to go find a, a, another black sister. No, you might have to find a white one. 
You might have to find a Mexican one. You know, you have to be able to discern people's spirits. And you link up with people based off your need. You know, you can't say, well, I'm just going to, the first black sister that got a child, me and her can roommate together. It may not work out because is she a sacred sister? Does she have a sacred sister conversation? Or is she in it for herself? So you can't just run out there and pick anything is what I'm saying. And you definitely cannot use race and that we the same color as some measuring stick of unity, okay? That's why I'm saying that you have to go out in your community and talk to people, get to know people. If you see people gardening and growing their food, right then and there I already know that's somebody like mine, and they don't have to be black because most times black people are lazy as fuck. Black people will be the last ones to do the smartest shit. But white people, white people got their garden. They already growing their food. They already got uh, dry goods and water and shit stored up. Yeah, white people be on it. But it's always them niggas who the last ones who won't, they won't stock up shit, they won't store shit, they have a piece of plot of land, they won't plant, they won't do shit. But let some shit hit the fan, they like, uh, hey, neighbor, I was thinking, I was like, no, don't don't come over here, hey, neighbor, motherfucking me. No, I'm sharing my shit with people who think like me. That's how I am. If you set your broke ass back and you didn't, and you know you got children to provide for, but you too good to plant a garden, you too good to store up dry goods, you too good to go out there and try to meet other people in your similar situation who might can help you and y'all can work together, but then when shit get rough, you want to go knocking on certain people's doors who you know are responsible, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to be like, oh, okay, sure, I'll help you. No, 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 no. If I'm a gardener, I'm talking to other gardeners. Now, we can do business. So that's why I'm saying sharing this information, we are sharing the information. You need to uh, prepare for hard times. You need to prepare. You need to live your life if the Internet goes the fuck off. You know, who in your neighborhood do you fucking get along with? Sometimes I can damn uh, talk to black men and they make a move quicker than black women. As much shit as I talk about black men, I feel like, you know what, you, you got children, you better try to plant your ass a garden. Well, I ain't never planted a garden. What do I do? Okay, I'll give you some tips. I'll tell you what, go to, what to buy. But you need to get on it. You need to get on it. You need to get to doing something. So, um... The sisterhood is for really for single women. It is not for women who want to be pregnant, women who want children. If you want to be pregnant and want children, then you should want a man. See, I don't want no man. I don't want a man. The Apocrypha told you that when we come into these times, whatever situation you found yourself in, be content with that situation. If you're single, be content being single. If you poor, don't try to now wish for riches. 
Don't be trying to start a business. You better be just trying to start whatever, just survive. We we are just in survival mode. This ain't no, oh, I'm trying to get rich. Everybody talking about on Periscope, oh, get rich, make more money. You better be trying to survive. You need to spend all your time doing everything you need, stocking up, storing up, getting in good health, you know, training yourself to eat very little food because when you eat the right food, you don't need a whole lot of the right food. Weaning yourself off of fast food, cigarettes, alcohol, or whatever your addictions, weed or whatever, you need to get yourself off that shit. For this cause gave them up for vile affections, for even their women did exchange the natural use for that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was fitting. And even as they did not like to retain the most uh, uh, the high power in their knowledge, the high power gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not seemly or natural, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness. Oh, yeah, the conversation that I was talking to talking about on last show about when a father uh, uh, molests his daughter or has sex with his daughter, that crime is covetousness. That's the crime of covetousness. He has coveted a love that was not intended for him. His daughter's innocence and virginity was supposed to be saved for her husband. So when an uncle or father or a grandfather or a brother or some male relative rapes his own female relative, that is a crime of covetousness when he uh, does that to her. And, God, and the most high power frowns upon men who do evil. That is evil. I don't care. It's right here. He said, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, uh, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of the most high power, insolent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Ooh, yeah, the disobedient to parents. Shit, that, there go my sons in that group. Uh, without understanding, covenant breakers, mm-hmm, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of the most high power that they who commit such things are worthy of death. There it goes right there. And not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So that's right there in Romans 1. Romans one twenty six through thirty two that I just read. So yeah, that's a that's a lot of things. Whisperers. Yeah, whisperers. Backbiters, haters, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, being filled with all unrighteousness. See, so y'all need to just read that passage because like I said, things are not gonna get better. And now that they are just 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 knocking off the righteous, and it just didn't start with these judges. They was killing off righteous people, and like I said, all during Obama's presidency, they just killed righteous people, just murdered, 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 and ain't nobody doing nothing. Nobody's fighting back. Nobody's, you know, where are the men at? 
Because in my estimation, there must not be any real men on the planet. There must not be any left. How can all these people be murdered and nobody goes and, 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 and gives a reckoning, as they would say, a reckoning? See, we need a reckoning. All right, thank you all for listening, and uh, we're going to close out the show. Let's listen to a little bit of this. company uh, who put out Prozac, which is one of the main SSRIs, antidepressant, um, they, they never released to the public the, uh, the stats of what happened to the, the, the initial tests of the people. And, and over 50% of the people, when they were given uh, uh, reasonable doses or average doses of it, um, uh, had killed themselves. Um, so, uh, interestingly enough, the name of the company who produced, who makes Prozac is uh, Lily, uh, which is connected to Lilith, uh, the energy Lilith, which is uh, often connected to negative feminine. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the SSRI, SSRIs, which they have, those antidepressants, make people, not, not everybody, uh, um, but I think people who are sensitive and who are gifted and um, uh, are aware, you know, slightly more aware, uh, awakened. It can it can be very, very damaging, and um, I, I've I've uh, experienced that. I took I took uh, Prozac for four weeks uh, in 2000 because I felt I needed it, and uh, it just was just not the worst the worst uh, thing that I could have done. Um, uh, it it. Uh, it made me not care about anything. It made me completely apathetic. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, so so I'm, I'm, I, they're, they're not good, and they were never meant to be good. Big pharma was never meant to be beneficial to human beings. It was always meant to uh, maintain uh, the problem, to maintain the problem, to keep the money coming. Why would they want to uh, get rid of it when it creates, get rid of any of the physical ailments when they when they make so much money because the drugs cost so much. Also, yeah, I, 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 I'm so. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on this, and, and, and uh, I've, you know, I think big pharma and all of that. I mean, all of the, it's just, it's just a terrible agenda, you know, that they. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of clear. I mean, it's, it seems very clear as well. I, uh, that's, that's the thing. Um, they. Did you know that uh, Prozac, 50% of the, the, the medicine in there, it, okay, half of it is um, uh, fluoxetine, half of it is fluoride. So when you take, when you take it, you're, you're putting massive doses of fluoride into your body, which makes you subservient and, and slower and um, do as you're told.
you know, he's even in a lot of the parts that he's played in films has had come from their heart parts. I think. Always, he always he always played uh, Awakenings. The movie Awakenings comes to mind with Nero. Actually, as you said, he was there uh, with Belushi. But yes, they're always uh, he's always uh, kind and compassionate and emotional, and he always makes you know, he makes people cry and you feel them. And that's why the death of him they, they uh, impacted so powerfully. They they want to do that. Uh, and I think with Cobain, we were talking about earlier, it said shockwaves because people felt for him because he was uh, a, a regular guy and, uh, well, seemingly, you know, a regular guy. And uh, the, the more the more suffering that's caused to the populace, uh, the, the bigger the um, gain. Uh, you know what? We do have a yeah. caller here for just a moment. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, Jude is with us. Is this Jude Rogers? Yeah. Oh, Jude, welcome to the welcome to the show. Is there hi. is there hi, Max? Hi, how are you guys? Um, hi. Thank hi. you for talking about this and being here. I'm trying to get everybody.